Your life is lived every day, and what happens between Sundays matters. Join Nate and Kate as they take oftentimes big ideas and make them practical for everyday life. This is the Between Sundays podcast with Nate and Kate Thompson. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Between Sundays with Nate and Kate. What happens between Sundays matters. And our purpose is to encourage you guys and to be present and intentional with our faith every single day. Um, Today, Kate, let's get into this. All right. Today, we're going to talk about vision and goals. So we're going to talk about the importance of having a family vision, vision for your family, how vision and goals work together, and how to get started with this uh, big topic. Mm-hmm. It seems big, but it's really not. Yeah. I mean, it's as big as you want to make it. It's important. It is crazy important. And I think that um, something that we were even just talking about is just knowing this, if we had this concept like at the first part of our marriage, even our relationship as dating and stuff like that. I just think it's a, it puts rails to your life. It does. Um, it, I feel like over all of these years, we'll even give you guys a couple examples of how we have just done this. Like it initially starts off. I think it started off for us as like the idea of um, new year's resolutions. Right. right but right. then we took it, it kind of, I feel like the, like God took it in a different direction of just, so we'll get into that. But it, um, it allows you to say yes or no to life, to things in life, I, things that come your way, either it's a, a planned thing, a surprise thing, all of those things. It gives you, it, it's like a budget for your life. It's a yes or a no. Um, I feel like it's really kept us in line with like just the Lord, you know, like our relationship with him. Um, it's kept us from comparison. It keeps it at bay. Um, that right there, that has been huge for me, the comparison thing. Mm-hmm. Like if we're confident in what we're doing, I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing with their life. Mm-hmm. And there are different types of goals. Like you can see some people do like five-year plans and five-year goals and things like that. And typically we've kind of gone year by year with some longer range goals in mind. So we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Um, checking stuff off a list, it gives you a sense of teamwork, accomplishment, direction. Yes. So um, Give us some, give me some facts, babe. Okay. Drop it. So this like is really hot. interesting. I was trying to do some research on the benefits of setting goals and having vision just to see what is the reality of it. Like we all, like we learn about goal setting and stuff, but is it really that effective in making you more efficient in your life or impactful or whatever your goal is? So I was researching this and there was this huge study that was done by Harvard and Yale. It was a research study that showed that uh, Harvard or Yale, I'm sorry. And it showed um, that people who set goals related to their careers earned like 10 times more than people who didn't set goals. It seems crazy. Well, it was. Come to find out the study was fake. Gosh. That's why they could, yeah, they never actually nailed it down, whether it was Harvard or Yale. And that's why I never went to either of those. (laughs) I didn't consider either of those schools for me. It was crazy. So I couldn't find any um, anything necessarily good about higher income earners because of setting goals, but there have definitely been links done, um, links and studies done to show that people who write down their goals are more successful at achieving those goals. So that was a 2015 research study um, that was done by Gail Matthews. You could look it up if you're really that interested, but if you write them down, you are more effective at achieving them. So that's just something you can know psychologically. After you listen to this and you set some goals, write them down. Mm-hmm. I I love I love the idea that that study was bonkers because I feel like um, up until when we started doing this, I was not a goals 
setter at all. I had no direction, let alone a goal. I was just like free bird. And then I feel like the Lord helped me out. But right. it just, yeah, it relieved my mind that sometimes it's okay. <laughs> sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's okay. Okay, so point number one, what's the importance of having a family vision? And I wanted to start this out by talking about scripture that a lot of people probably know, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. In the English Standard Version, it's where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. And in this verse, vision can mean vision, like just having a vision or being able to see. It can also mean a dream or revelation. Um, And I just thought that was so powerful because we need a revelation. We need to know what God is asking of our family. We need him to reveal something to our hearts for our family about where God is leading us. I want to add at that point, I think is huge. I think that's the part that hit hard for me was like the family, like where are we going? Right. Like that question. I think if you just stop and ask yourself right now, like, where's my family going? Where am I going? Or do you even acknowledge that God has something unique for your family? mm -hmm. Like, are you trying to just emulate what some other family is doing or copy something you've seen in the past instead of really seeking his heart? Because in seeking him for what he wants for your family, you're going to get to know him better. Like, that's it's like it's like a diamond it's like Dude, mining it, for gold it is babe and i think so many times we do this we do the idea that and it's i don't know that it's bad i just think there's a time where you need to just stop and do take stock of yourself like the idea that you know you you glean from other people you see what they're doing you want to do it you want to um whatever it is in life but to not stop and dissect with the Lord, what am I to be doing? Like, what are, right. what are some plans? What can I offer you? What, what do I have to bring to the table, Lord? Right. And then in digging into that, I think that's, that's been huge for us. Personally, for us, we know what we're up to with the Lord. Right. And again, that's just put rails on it for us. Yeah, I think about even like um, in between Sundays in the book, we wrote about how your mom and dad had, they planned their own mission trip, basically, like mm-hmm. use their own money. They didn't have an organization they were going with, but your mom got saved here in the United States after she married your dad. Um, and then they planned for her to go back to her home country of Honduras and tell the people there about Jesus because she grew up in a lot of churches where they knew of the Lord, but they didn't have like a strong connection. And I feel like they it, they put it in their mind. It was their goal, even though they probably didn't call it a goal or write mm-hmm. it down as part of a mission or whatever. But it was their goal to be able to introduce people to Jesus in a, in a new way. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that just set the course for so many decisions in their life. So, I mean, if anybody wants to read more about that, I'm, you definitely can in the book, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again. But that's just a great example of setting a goal, being intentional with it, and, and having a huge purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I think the importance of having a family vision is because it shows you where your family is going and it also helps you to grow in your relationship with God. You learn more about his heart when you find out what he wants for you and for your family. And I think we get there by prayer. Um, Anything we pray about that we feel like maybe when we're listening that God is showing us, it's going to line up with the word of God. So by praying and then making sure, you know, it looks, okay, this is biblical. If he tells you, to play the lottery every day in order to win the multi-million dollar jackpot. <laughs> Which, that, that may not be him. I don't man, know. I, bet, I feel like it has been him though all these years, babe. So, <laughs> um, I think one thing too, I want to just, before we cruise past this, is the, um, the ability to say yes or no. 
by yes. having this, I, and I think of one example I'm thinking of right now is we had, um, a new year's Eve get together, the whole family's together a few years ago. We had just like the week before sat down and went through our like vision and goals for what the Thompsons were doing this upcoming year. We get together with a family by 1130 at night. We're planning this exotic vacation with my whole family, renting like an $8,000 house somewhere. And everybody was like, let's go. And I just remember like being like, okay. And by the next morning, you and I just shot out a text like Thompson's are out. Like we're not doing that because it doesn't line up with what we, we just did this whole thing like together and, and with the Lord, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just like kind of like pursuing what you have for us. And then something good came along, something so easy to say yes to that it's with family, it's with friends, it's spending time, it's quality, it's all these good things that we had. And then we just instantly said yes. And then as we stopped, reevaluated, because we had a plan, because we had vision and idea of where we were going, it had the rails for us to say, we want to do this, but we're not doing this. Right. And we also had like rationale for my family, for my sisters and all the people to be like, we're not doing it because it's just not, it's not where the Lord is. It's good. We want to, but it gave us the ability to say no to something good. Because now your family is like, hey, before you make your vision and goals for next <laughs> I year, I want to ask you about this vacation or this whatever it is. I know it's they so funny. they know we're so hardcore about it, but we're in and, and over time, the Lord, I feel like we've learned to um, to have movement in it. Yeah, it's um, it's more fluid. Yeah, than we're maybe making it sound. I know it's not like yeah, we don't have every minute lined up, but um, so yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Just the okay. The, the well, that, that kind of yes makes me no. think of one other thing, like the importance of having a vision um, to know how you can collaborate with other people. Mm-hmm. Because if you know what your family is doing, or for even I'm saying family, it could be an individual, it could be a couple, could be for you and your family. But like if you know what you are doing, and you hear that somebody else has a similar goal or vision or something that collaborates with what you're doing. I feel like it shows you how God is using people together in your life. So mm-hmm. I guess that's another reason to know what you're doing with your life or in life or goals in general. Yeah. Um, so that you know, you know, when somebody's coming alongside you that you can team up with. Yeah. And like, they're like, yeah, I love that. Cause I can think of multiple things that we've been a part of and just knowing where we are and what we're doing, it lines up. We can just run hard and fast and go. Right. Right. Thanks for being here with between Sundays. Don't forget to rate the podcast and share your feedback here or online at myhopefm.net. So let's talk about how vision and goals work together too. Okay. So the second part of that verse says, blessed is he who keeps the law. And I was thinking about that, like blessed is he who keeps the law. To me, it seemed odd that that came at the end of that verse because I felt like it was about vision and now we're talking about law keeping. Mm -hmm. But when I think about it, keeping the law allowed the Israelites to stay close to God's vision for them. So they knew if they followed these instructions, they were going to stay close to God's, the picture that he had for their life, what he wanted them to be walking into. Dude, yeah. And so um, if they kept those commands put in place by God, they were as close as they could be to the vision that the Lord had for them. And in the same way, I feel like making goals helps support our family vision. So the goals are kind of like the smaller, more specific things we can put into place to support the, vo- the, the broader vision of what we're going after yeah um so i've got a question for you go what is it um what is a smart goal do you remember that from school the acronym smart um 
Yeah, smart goal. It's measurable. Well, the it's, S, the S is specific. I, I go by Mart. <laughs> <laughs> so the S is uh, um, specific, mm-hmm. measurable, attainable. Yeah, or achievable. Um, retainable and teachable. That's not it. I don't know what it is. Okay, so smart goal is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So, little tip Bam. for you people there starting you to set goals. Try to make smart goals and that support your vision for your family. I feel okay. So when we started this idea, it was a business dinner, is what we called it. We it did. It's a reason to go out on a date. It was so it fun, was fun because so we would set this business dinner. And at that the was end like of the year. At the it's end of the year. Like in December. Right. And it was nice to go out on a date. Like I think, especially like as a stay at home mom, like it was just like, yeah, we're going on a business dinner and we're talking goals. Mm-hmm. Made me feel pretty, pretty important. It was like a boss. Like a boss. Like a life boss. Um, 2010, I've got in front of me our goals. Some are literally written on a napkin because mm-hmm. we forgot paper to even write on. Um, some, the one is on a... Um, I think that was Red Lobster. Red Lobster kids menu. Um, 2010, we just had like leisure and health were our two, <laughs> were our two uh, topic points. Uh, plan an awesome vacation for the summer of 2011. And then continue having game nights once a month with our friends. Health, continue exercising three times a week. <laughs> Do fruits and vegetables five days a month. Gosh, what did we eat? I don't know. What were we eating that we had to write down? So let me set the scene for this a little bit. I feel like at this this point in our life, it was obviously important for us to have community with our friends. Yep. And we wanted to be in shape better. Oh, just. And I think we had done like the Dan. I don't know if people are just still doing this, but like the Daniel plan, the Um, fruits and vegetables type thing. Our church did that every January. Yeah. So I think we were kind of into that. That might give a little more context to what was going on here. Also, at this point in our life, we just did random goals. We had no. Oh, vision. we had yeah. We were we just like vision. we were young and just freaking. So these weren't really awesome. getting us anywhere. Yeah, no. but they were just goals. Um, something bothering us. We wrote um, me being number nineteen on the nursing program. So we had a bunch of weird stuff on there. Um, wait, you were number nineteen on the nursing program on the wait list. The I was, wait list. I was waiting to find out if I could be a nurse or not. I guess. Okay, so maybe one of our goals was like to get for you to get yeah. into the nursing school. Did you get into the nursing school? I did. I accomplished that. I succeeded. I thrived there, and now I am. I've been working as a nurse for like ten or twelve years. Um, 2015, we wanted to increase our mortgage payment. Pay okay. more on that. We wanted to be involved in church and oh, and focus on our sweet spot which I don't think we actually wrote down what that, we found out what that was, but we thought about it. Um, We wanted to do landscaping around the house. That's very practical. And uh, we had some other ones there. Um, 2013, we wanted to run a 5K in the Leprechaun Loop, which we did. We did do that. We wanted to start have a $6,000 emergency fund. We didn't do that. We are doing, okay. We're still working on that. People. Right. Well, Dave um, Ramsey was, we must have been doing Financial Peace University that year. Dave, that guy has been ruining my life since. Um, I wanted to get a concealed carry permit. I didn't do it that year. Um, exercise. We're still on exercise. We got, yeah. So we've gotten better. <laughs> we've gotten better at our goals. Um, we okay. continuously have been trying to be healthy. Right. This is actually alarming to see <laughs> every year us trying not to get unhealthy. Um, 
2009, this is nuts. 2019, we, um, we had a, a marriage ministry question mark find this role. Okay. Okay. I think we, okay. Enough? So is we it, listed enough of our goals. I feel like, no, I feel like the people really want this to know. This is getting embarrassing now. This is sad. Okay. So All right, scrap at a this whole point, idea, I feel like a certain point, a few years ago, we shifted where we our, our vision and goals kind of shifted to be more, um, I don't know, like we had a, a, like maybe more ministry focused. So we started to have a vision that guided our goals. So mm. do you have that vision written down from, it was like, it was like to create opportunities for pe- people to encounter Jesus. Yeah. So that was kind of our overarching vision that helped us make our goals. So then when we were doing our goals that year, if something came up that was an opportunity for us to help people encounter Jesus, it was a yes. Yep. We just knew it because it lined up with our vision. It was be available to create opportunities for people to encounter Jesus within our sphere of influence and teach others how to do the same. That's hardcore wow. sounding. It is. And I feel like that shows maturity. Thank I think you. we really grew up over the years. Thank you. And you, it's reflected in our goals. And I list. try to exercise less now because I've grown past that. Right. So you're doing that more superficial, spiritual. Yeah. Like spiritual things. Okay. So yeah. So in a nutshell, listen, the goals and the vision, if you're just starting with the idea, it might not be that great. We just clearly, you got examples how we weren't awesome at it. Um, my recommendation is stick with it. It will change. It will make you like just thrive. Like yeah. you have the potential to quit comparing yourself to what your friends, your family, your enemies, anybody is doing because you're going to know what you're doing. Right. And that's going to set you free in a way that you may not have experienced recently. And when you start checking off the list, when you reach some of those goals and you can look back on that year, which is an important part, like when we do meet about our vision and goals, we bring the previous year's list Mm -hmm. so we can see what did we mark off? What did we accomplish? Of what we did not accomplish, what do we want to bring forward into the new year? Like, what do we feel like the Lord is telling us? Keep keep going after this. Yeah. And then what is it that was maybe just more superficial or it wasn't as important as we thought it was that we can let, we can let it go. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to cut ties with that one. So I feel like, uh, that's it. You got to know when to stop sometimes with goals, but yeah. And I love that. I love that. We learned that early on that it's okay that you made a terrible goal that just was dumb and didn't work out and that you can just abandon it and be fine with that. And I think that's where like the, the real time evaluation of just life with the Lord, where you could be halfway through like the year or the thing, and then you need to realize this was a, this was a mistake. Right. I need to, I need to regear this and yeah. be willing to do that. And you might need somebody to talk it over with. We yeah. have a, each other. So if you're married, that should include mm-hmm. your spouse. But um, if you're not, maybe it's a friend or something, but someone to say like, hey, I initially wanted to do this this year. Now I'm not so sure about it. What do you think? Do you think yeah. this is just me? Is it? real, that kind of yeah. thing. And I would also suggest, um, put it somewhere you can see it, either keep it on your phone to where you can remember. Cause I can, I will say there's been multiple times over the years where me and you have, have pulled out our list to look at it because there was times where we were like faltering, right? where our brains were like, uh, this is terrible. And then we look, all right, what are we doing? And then we're like, all right, we're on pace. Let's recalibrate and let's keep rolling. Right. Or we're like, no, we're like off in the ditch. We're off in the woods right now. Let's get back on track. So those those are important. Okay, so how do we get started? If you are just starting out making goals or having a vision, how? what's something you would suggest for people to get started? Business dinner. 
you have to you have to put it on the books and go out and start and do it. What if you're single? What if you're single, single? rider? Go sit in the by the. I don't know where you go. I, it's been a minute. Okay, you um you start. It's you just start. that simple. I don't want to sound dumb. You've all heard this. You start. You literally have you have to put it on the calendar. You have to just sit down and write in your phone, write on your tablet, your Mac, any whatever book you got. Start writing stuff down and get eyes on what you're doing and what you're up to. Yeah, I think a good place to start would be if you are someone who does like a regular prayer time, start there. Like pray when you're praying, ask God, like, what is it that you what kind of vision do you have for my life? Mm -hmm. Like start with something broad. Like what what is it that you see for me doing and write down some of the things that come to mind and then pray about those things and pray about what goals maybe should be on that list to help you achieve the vision. And I think, too, something that's freed me up over the years is like, what am I what can I bring to the Lord? Right. Like that. Because I think sometimes you sit around like, Lord, tell me where to go. Tell me what I should be doing. And that's great. I love it. I do it all the time. Don't worry about it. But what I'm saying is, um, what am I offering to the Lord? Like, all right, Lord, I am currently an RN. How can I, how can I honor you with this? What am I up to? What am I, what am I doing well at right now with you being a part of it? What am I not doing well at because you're not a part of it? I right. think there's certain things you're already doing that are like long-term things in life that you don't need to just scrap and get away from. It's more just like, how am I bringing this to you, Lord? Right. And I think that that including God in your vision and goals, it makes it like when you're at church on a Sunday or you're doing something with other believers, you're so focused on what the Lord is saying or doing or giving him worship or whatever it is that you're doing. But um, during the week, during our lives, we can forget to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like having a vision that includes what God wants for you and your family it makes it possible to live a full, rich life as a believer every day of the week. Yeah. And this isn't something I would go and say, like, the Lord told me this. These are right. my goals. Because I don't think he did. Maybe there's a few where I feel in my guts, like the Lord was like, no, this is, I want you guys doing this. Overall, I feel like this is our offering to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the vision of, like, the Thompsons, we want to create opportunities for people to meet him. Like, that's our, like, that's our rail. So I think sometimes you can, um, we can get over, uh, over spiritualize it. Maybe, maybe? can we like say that? It, I'm a, yeah. yeah. You can make it a little bananas with it, but just sit down and get, start getting eyes on stuff. That's where you have to just start. It's so simple. Just start. Just... All right, guys. So today we've talked about the importance of vision and goals, how vision and goals work together and how to get started. Um, one thing not to discount in this process is, uh, the journey, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you may not reach the goals that you set out for, but you can learn a lot in the process. So um, I have this quote from James Clear. He's an, a best-selling author. Have you ever read his book, Nate? You know, I was actually, no, I was thinking about it after you. It's called Atomic Habits. Oh, yes. Super popular. Okay. Been on the bestseller list for, for a while now. Yeah. Okay, so he says, pour all of your energy into the journey, be present in the moment, be committed to the path you are walking. Know that you are moving unwaveringly in one clear direction and that this direction is right for you, but never get wrapped up in a particular result or achieving a certain goal by a specific time. In other words, your goal becomes your compass, not your buried treasure. The goal is your direction, not your destination. The goal is a mission that you are on, a path that you follow. Whatever comes from the path, whatever treasure you happen to find along this journey, well, that's just fine. It is the commitment to walking the path that matters. James. That's a good quote. That is. That's strong. Yeah. The only thing is I realized he said, 
said, don't be bound by a specific time goal. And that's part of a smart goal. So that's why I leave some of those letters out. I just like if it's a smart, a, smart, a mark goal, whatever you need it to be. All right. Um, okay, guys, thanks for tuning in, man. Enjoy your week. All right, get after it. Remember, um, what do you got to remember? That your life is lived every day and what happens between Sundays matters. So you can rate or review this podcast mm-hmm. on whatever platform you're listening to it. That'd be awesome. Um, also, if you want to check us out, find out more about us, you can find out more at our website, betweensundays.life. You can follow us on Instagram, or if you would like to, check out our book, Between Sundays, on Amazon. Thank you for listening to the Between Sundays podcast. If you have questions or want to connect further, visit the podcast page at myhopefm.net. And remember, your life is lived every day, and what happens between Sundays matters.